Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens. A production of WQPT. PBS for the Quad Cities region. A podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues, and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is the Cities Podcast. Deer on strike. The 10,000 UAW workers simply couldn't have said it louder than when they overwhelmingly rejected the negotiated settlement between Deer and union bargainers. Now, we have not seen workers in the Quad Cities flex their muscles like this since 1986, the last deer strike, and that happened in the depths of the farm crisis. Well, times have changed. Unions have changed. But has the importance of organized labor changed? We talked with the president of the Quad City Federation of Labor, AFL-CIO, Dan Gosa. Are you looking on with the deer strike and going, yeah, it's about time that workers are, are, are really pushing back against companies? Um, yeah, uh, obviously everyone knows wages have been stagnant for a while. I mean, if you look out in Nebraska, you got the uh, uh, striking Kellogg workers. Um, we just had the uh, machinist union on strike with Kone for a few weeks, and they just were able to ratify their contract. So I'm thinking, you know, in this day and age, people are really understanding the worth of the workers and, you know, CEOs pays keep going up and the the workers' wages are staying the same. Um, but really, it's more, it seems to be, and I, I'm sorry, Dan, but it really seems to be more than just wages. I don't mean to diminish wages by any means, but it really does seem to be, once again, very important health care. And for dear employees, they don't like the staggered tiers of, of pay, but also it's the retirement benefits. So some of these older workers are really worried about their futures. Some of these younger workers don't really like this uh, two-tier pay schedule. So it's not really a, the two-tier pay schedule. If I'm correct, I believe they took care of that their last contract negotiation. This is uh, this contract. They're trying to do like a two-tier. I think it's a two or three-tier uh, scale for their pensions, for their retirements and stuff. And one of the biggest things, you know, companies, how you get people to come work for you, have a good benefit package, right? And the same is with labor unions. Um, you know, obviously wages, but you want good benefits. You want to be able to retire with uh, dignity. And uh, from my understanding, one of the for the newer employees, they're not even wanting to offer them a pension. It's like a, a 401k type deal and not a defined uh, contribution plan. Let's take a look at what happened a, a week ago when when the UAW members voted down by 90 percent rejection of a negotiated contract between the UAW bargainers and the company. I mean, if you're going to talk about solidarity, that really sent a, the strongest message possible that, that such a lopsided vote occurred. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, when you come back from the negotiation table and you bring it to the membership and, you know, obviously they showed they weren't happy with it with the 90 plus percent voting that down. 
and that really lets you know the company know kind of where the workers you know that are working in their facilities stand you also know i mean because you're uh, you're very active in local labor issues that there's a lot of workers that believe that wait a second the bargainers aren't necessarily from here or that that upper union management doesn't really get it at the local scale i mean do you hear that from your members as well uh not so much i mean um you have local people from here that are and i'm not going to speak for the uaw's negotiating team because i don't know um that person i do know uh, i think i do know one of the guys that is on that that actually lives here locally and came out of one of the local unions here but uh usually for your negotiating team obviously they're representing a wide area so um and the negotiating team they go through a lot of training and things like that to be able to negotiate contracts obviously when you're representing i think 10,000 plus members that's a pretty good size contract to make sure you're crossing all your t or crossing all your t's and dotting all your i's you there know? you go <laughs> and tell me a little bit about what it's like for a union member right now when, when you're first on strike i would think you're you're very excited you 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 want this deal you want the company you want to make a statement you want to be on the picket line but come a couple days three four five six seven days not necessarily getting a paycheck and and worried now i mean you start strong at the beginning but but local members they got to feed families yeah so um usually how it goes probably about after the first week they start you know hey i didn't get a paycheck and things like that there's a lot of uh initial uh adrenaline when you first go on you know the first couple of days you're on strike and things like that and you see all the solidarity and i know through the quad city fed we've had a lot of people you know reach out and they're dropping off food water and things like that and i know you know local businesses are offering support and i think even you know some of the banks are going to offer to let the you know striking workers get deferments on their you know loans and things like that to help out and it's really it's really nice to see the community come together you know and rally around uh other people in the community you know and the work the working class people you have been a part of the labor union, labor movement, I should say, for, for much of your life, but you've also seen memberships in unions falling and, and a lot of workers critical of even having to be a part of the union. Um, is, is it getting better for union recruitment right now? And, and does a strike like this, I don't know, strengthen the membership's relationship with the union? Well, so uh, that's a good question. So I think the pandemic going through that and a lot of people saw how they were treated by their companies you know and they weren't giving them proper ppe and things like that or just some of the working conditions they had to be put through and then you see you know people that are rec represented by collective bargaining agreements that you know are are getting taken care of a little better because we have a cba collective bargaining agreement that you know has a lot of those things covered in there that um, we're not getting mistreated and things like that. So I think the the general shift in the in society today, you know, uh, organized labor isn't you know as bad as uh, what they've always thought. You know, I mean, we've been called union thugs and everything like that. But um, you know, we're we support the working class and we're a voice for the working class because when our wages go up. Uh, so in does everyone else we kind of pull everyone else along with us um, you know and we don't uh, 
we represent working families. That's, you know, our biggest thing and kind of bring to light, you know, some of the inequities, you know, between uh, the working class folks and your CEOs and things like that. So contracts are negotiated all the time. As you pointed out, uh, uh, Kone workers have settled um, and, and everyone knew the deer contract was uh, coming to an end. Are there other major contracts that are coming close to an end in the Quad City area? And what I'm saying is that might there be other strikes locally? Um, I really can't speak to that. I do know, I believe the machinist contract with John Deere is coming up. Uh, I, I think it's sometime next week where they'll start contract negotiations as well with their workers that they represent that work in uh, some of the deer facilities. Well, and I should point out, you are AFL-CIO. You're not UAW, so, I mean, that's an important thing to underline. But, but do you think that perhaps this strike at deer might be a template for other unions to get tough right now? Well, Jim, I mean, this is strike striketober, so um, that's kind of <laughs> what we're calling it because, like I said earlier, you got the uh, Kellogg workers in Nebraska going. You got different things going on across the country. Um, people uh, workers are finally, you know, uh, understanding uh, the disparities in the different facilities and things like that. And um, they're tired of it and they're, you know, standing up to it and uh, trying to show, you know, hey, you need us the same as we need you for a job, but you need us to, you know, make your bottom line and things like that and produce your products. Of course, unions are strongest in manufacturing plants, but you know, you know very well that this pandemic has changed the way the workforce works. So many people are working from home. There are young people who don't want to make a career at one company. They go from company to company to company. Does that weaken the, the labor, the organized labor movement in America? Uh, well, as far as, as far as organized labor goes, I mean, our people are in the fields working. I mean, Organized labor is uh, split between three different, you have your public sector employees, you have your private sector, which would be like your UAW working in the facilities, and then you have your building and construction trades people. Um, so as far as people working from home, not a lot of our people are doing that. Maybe some of the public sector uh, workers are. Um, but I think if anything, you know, with this pandemic, I mean, it's been a terrible thing, but it's really shown people what they truly actually mean to the company um, and how they take care of them and things like that. What do you say to your uh, brothers and sisters that are on the uh, picket lines uh, for the UAW at Deer? Uh, so what I say is the Quad City Federation of Labor as a whole, we stand in solidarity with our brothers and sisters on the UAW picket lines and anything they need, we're there for them to readily assist and support. And um, we will be out on the picket lines with them. I just hit uh, three of the picket lines this morning where I was standing with the workers. So we are 100% behind them and support them in any way, shape or form we can. Dan Gosa, president of the Quad City Federation of Labor, AFL-CIO. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT-PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.